Hello, Sword and Spirit Fire listeners. God blessings upon your day today. I felt like the Lord put it on my heart to share a recent article I had written um, about a week or two ago. The Lord asked me this question. Have we locked out the Holy Ghost? Have we locked out the Holy Ghost? This is the question the Lord asked me as I was reading. Have we locked him out? Have we quenched or grieved the spirit of the living God? Have we made ministry more about position and influence instead of allowing the Holy Ghost to lead us as we walk daily? Are we more concerned about attendance and reputation than the broken? Have we believed the lie that we must cater to the masses and forget that Jesus stopped for the one? Have we locked him out of our church services? Are we filling people with the Spirit of God or running low ourselves? Are we baptizing new converts in the Spirit and fire? Or have we become too dry and afraid that we do not have the power to do so? Are we allowing the Spirit of truth to speak? John 16, 13 says, When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. Have we allowed a silencing of the spirit and fire in our American pulpits? Catering to the satisfied while scolding the hungry? Have we allowed the melting pots of half-truths to set the temperature in our American churches, concerned about offending those who do not want noise or volume, loud celebrations, or longer feeding times? Jesus said, Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 6. Have we locked out the Holy Spirit of the living God while saying with our forked tongue that we want the glory? Have we silenced the voice of repentance and sealed the convictor of hearts into a silent back room somewhere? And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. They answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and we're never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou, ye shall be made free? And Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. John 8, 32 through 36. Have we locked out the one who brings freedom? Have we locked out the deliverer? Have we locked the deliverer up in a side room in the American church because we fear that we do not have the authority over manifestations of darkness? Have we become so prestigious that we talk the talk but box in and lock out the moving power of God? Do we do deliverance ministry The way Jesus commanded us to and casting out demons in the American churches? Or have we locked the Holy Ghost, the deliverer, up in a back room somewhere, fearing that it might get messy and turn away those who are seeking just a a casual church attendance? Have we become indoctrinated by the denominations who do not believe the gifts of the Spirit are for today? Are we fearful and in unbelief in the full gospel? Do we fear that we will not discern the spirits behind power manifestation so much that we will not pursue the power of the Holy Ghost anymore? Are we crying out for something we ourselves have locked up in a room and only allow out when we believe that he will be on his best behavior? 
like a parade. We want to use the gifts when they're for our benefit and we believe that we can control the gift giver. Have we locked up the Holy Ghost? Have we quenched his fire? Have we grieved the the spirit of the living God? Have we succumbed to fear more than being conquered by the great love and amazing grace? 1 Thessalonians 5, 19 through 25 says, Quench not the spirit, despise not prophesying, prove all things, hold fast that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil, and the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. Brethren, pray for us. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 30. I must say, the day that I sat with the Lord and began to record his words, my heart broke. I couldn't help but begin to cry out in repentance again. That the Lord would forgive and have mercy. That people would begin to have revelation and wisdom and insight. Understanding of what it means to quench the Holy Spirit. Of whether or not they are truly giving the Holy Spirit of the living God freedom. If they are really allowing Him to lead. Because we know there are levels to walking as a Spirit-filled believer. We are filled with the Spirit. We are led by the Spirit. And we are to walk in the Spirit. That means we have a co-partnership. We co-operate with the Holy Spirit from the time we wake till the time we go to bed at night. Every single day, no matter where we go. And yet, if you've been around the American church for very long... You probably have already noticed that there seems to be certain manifestations of the Holy Spirit's power missing. So I ask you today to make this a prayerful matter of your heart. That in this nation, that in the nation of America, that in your nation, wherever that may be, that you would pray that we would not lock up the Holy Ghost. That we would give the spirit of the living God the freedom to take the lead, to lead us and teach us to walk in the spirit, to walk in his ways, to learn to trust him and to honor his presence that we might see the glory of God. Thank you for listening. I'll be back with you soon.